0: G'day sports fans. My name is Fry and thank you for tuning in to the Sports by Fry podcast. It's another Monday evening, which means of course I am joined by JLo to have a chat about everything happening in the sporting world. Plenty of hoops to discuss. We've got four ripper conference semis coming up. Joellen Bede's injury status is a big talking point. Jordan Poole is starting to play like he's a legend. I'm very intrigued to watch DeAndre Ayton's performance in this upcoming Phoenix and Dallas series as well. So, JLo and I are going to yarn around each of the four series that we've got on the agenda. Bit of footy talk as well. We talk about the Ds and their premiership credentials and how many teams we think can legitimately win the flag at this point of the year. We're a third or so of the way through the footy season. So, we got. Enough evidence to kind of make some picks with a bit of conviction. Shout out to the Sports by Fry League uh, in AFL fantasy circles as well. Boys are dominating that right now. We've got four fellas in the top 50. James Elms sitting second. Cam, he's sitting sixth. So there's plenty of competition right at the top. Shout out to Loc Pethick. He's right up there as well. So there's some big names uh, climbing the Sports by Fry rankings. So we talk about some trade targets ahead of round eight and a little bit of other fantasy tidbits and bits and pieces. So... Let's get amongst it. It's so not waste any time. Let's dive right in. It's every Sports buyer Fry fan's favourite time of the week. Monday evening, time to sit down with a great man, Jacob. How are you, bloke? Great man. I'm, I'm feeling great, man. Not feeling snuffly great. at all? I got,
1: no, I got COVID. Yeah, so I've... I've should be feeling shitty, but I feel fine, feel totally normal. Maybe I sound a little bit nasally, but other than that, no probs so far. Nothing glad to would. hear,
0: uh, glad to hear you got a clean bill of health. I mean, I uh, we just established in the pre recording chat that I got belted around with COVID, but it was actually just me yeah. being lazy because I was isolating. Your so, whole. <laughs> <Your> <laughs> yeah. Whole. yeah, I was hell, hell busy. Nah, uh, outside of. COVID circles, because we actually haven't had a lot of uh, COVID issues in the NBA this playoffs. We're going to start with basketball. There's plenty of shit to talk about in the hoops world. We've got uh, four pretty interesting series, if you ask me. If I had had to pick winners to make it the most intriguing conference semis, I I don't know if I would have picked much different, obviously, with the exception of the Denver Nuggets. Do we want to spend a minute or two just uh, addressing the end of the Denver Nuggets campaign? Nah, Fuck rip. Yeah. Hopefully I'd actually I was trying go. to figure out when the NBA MVP award's gonna be announced because I was like, fuck, I must be soon. Like a couple of others have come out, but apparently they're still planning on doing the NBA awards ceremony or they still talk about it. And I'm like, don't oh. you dare like hold out on who wins the MVP and not tell us.
1: So. It's usually like June, I think Jokic got it on the eighth last year. Mm-hmm. Giannis got it around then. So I don't know if that puts us. I it's think the playoffs away.
0: would still be on, wouldn't they? Yeah, you'd feel like that'd be in the finals or the start of the finals, right? Yeah. So I, like I don't that. know
1: where that would put it, but apparently June. But I don't know if the 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 schedule's been moved a bit. But hopefully, it's a Jokic good news story, and then uh, we just focus on next year and the rest of the playoffs. It's going to be a good good playoff series. We've got some interesting
0: shit happening. If Jokic doesn't win it it's probably going to go to a bloke in the east Uh, one of the blokes in the east might not be playing in the next couple of games Uh, Joel Embiid out with a face fracture and concussion at the moment and busted his finger late in the Toronto series as well so huge issue for the Sixers if they can't have that bloke in uniform obviously they're going into Miami to play the first couple of games I did a bit of research it looks like he'll be back for game three but you know, not what you want from your superstar player to be this banged up, what, six games into the playoff tenure. So what are your thoughts uh, as we approach the start of the Miami and Philly series? Most listeners will probably know the result of game one by the time they listen to this. But what are your overarching uh, opinions heading into that one?
1: Yeah, I, um, I'm surprised Jokic, uh, not Jokic, Joel's made it this far. Um, to be honest, uh, I thought family. he would have broken down. So to, to his full credit, I thought he would have broken down with 10 games left in the regular season. So he's made it way past what I've expected. And it is kind of like a freak injury. You know, like it's facial. It's not like he's done True. a leg thing or he's just exhausted, um, but pretty big trouble for Philly. If they go down like in a two or three nothing whole against the number one seed in Miami, who I don't reckon anyone's too convinced by Miami, but they took care of business in, in round one against the Hawks, like pretty convincingly. I thought the Hawks would give them a little bit of trouble, but was no probs, like Jimmy didn't play the last game and Vic Depot like closed it out, you know? Um, so I think it's pretty it's dire for Philly right now, but you know, maybe people are starting to realize I'm a Philly hater. So um, kind of, I, all I have to say about that is fuck Philly um, and fuck the Sixers. So go, I'm just, I just Jones want, vibe. The, the, yeah, fuck them. Fuck you guys. I kind of like Joel, but I just, something about Philly's fan base and I don't know, man, I just can't stand them.
0: So They're pretty, uh, uh, pretty energetic and pretty invested. Those Philadelphians. That's for sure. I think, yeah. If you're not wrong. Like the absence of Joel Embiid's pretty huge. And the first couple of games, bare matter bio hasn't been like talked about a shitload. But if he starts to feast, like who, DeAndre Jordan's not slowing him down. I can imagine yeah. James Harden will go back into his shell a bit. Like they got Lowry, Oladipo, Butler, we haven't even really touched on. And then a couple of shooters around them. Like they, they're they in the box seat to just make this an easy series. But this, uh, I said it, a couple of weeks ago, this playoffs will define like Harden's legacy, I think, because he's got so many fucking failures next to his name. Mm. Bede's gone. You're going into Miami where you have very much a lot of temptation to go and like just hit the club and be like, fuck it. We're not going to win a lot this year. We may as well like party. But if he's like serious and wants to try and chase a chip, like you've got the opportunity to do it, dude. Taurus Maxey's kind of emerges like another not star, but reliable yeah. source of offense and another great player in that rotation but
1: i was yeah. gonna ask how deep into maxi's career are we is he like year three or something pretty or? sure it's his
0: third i'll check yeah
1: man i tell you what I, what's gonna happen this like off season is second season, tyrese maxi is his only a second oh shit okay well i was no, gonna I say third as well yeah, he's just, or maybe he's just playing too well for a second-year player. <laughs> Full credit, Tyrese Maxey, well done. I, I expect him to play, like, have a phenomenal series as they get knocked out and then just get way overpaid. Like, Philly's mm-hmm. just going to overreact. Be like, let's pay this kid, and then they'll be stuck. And you're just like, man, you look back at what happened to, with Philly, their whole process, what did the process amount to? It's just... Joel Embiid is the process. The Not rest a of it just fell to pieces, man. So I, I kind of pray for Philly and the process's sake that, and Joel's sake, that this happens this year. Because if it doesn't happen now, you know, James Harden might just walk up. Has he signed that deal yet?
0: I don't know what the latest is with James Harden's contract. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's got a player option this season coming up. But oh, I don't know. Oh I know my God. Oh yeah, it's such a like, shit storm. Because he didn't sign one with the Nets, like he signed it with Houston. So yeah, I'm pretty sure like next year is a maybe 40, like high forties million player option. But- uh, James Harden, the blue sky bandit, man. He's just gonna <laughs> go and join some
1: like he might go and join Miami if they beat him. Like seriously. <laughs> he's that sort it's of guy, right man. He's like every situation. he's been in like a pretty good situation at every stage of his career pretty and much. he's just gone Nah, fuck this this sucks no nah, fuck like after a while you're like mm, maybe the problem's me man so i think i think we've gone down a bit of a rabbit hole i think miami is gonna it, this Joel thing is just it's it gives feeling no a chance. death blow right like pretty much man yeah we probably shouldn't I'm have s- talked about that so long because it's just, no, no. basically it's just like no nah, they're fucked like <laughs>
0: Hey, there's only four playoff series. I mean, yeah, I true. I wouldn't be surprised if we got a bit more fight out of Philly. We're probably selling them a bit short, but in that Harden trade, what I really think, like, upon reflection now, regardless of the two big pieces, like, they lost some important rotation dudes as well. Like, uh, Andre Drummond, I, I didn't bash him, but I was just like, yeah, I don't know if he can contribute for Brooklyn. And Seth Curry, like, they're two big bits of that Philly rotation, so... Losing That's them, like
1: especially.
0: they're going to need Maxi and Harden to combine for like 65 to 70 if they're probably going to win this. So, and given the fact that Miami's a law, Miami's, yeah, true. Given the fact that Miami's like calling card is pretty much their defense, mm. yeah, I don't know. I don't have a lot of faith. Uh, give me a prediction what's the series going to go to and who's going to win and how many? Four one, uh, two gentlemen sweep. Yeah, I've, you know, it's like these are good
1: basketball teams we're talking about, like, mm. you know, that you're going to pull one out, like, in a series that's at least four games, one of them you just you get it together. You get, get that pride, the swell of pride. You're like, no fucking way. We're not getting swept, like, yeah. But especially because, let's be honest, like, the Easters could have gone, Philly could have won the East this year or, like, you know, um, finished with the one seed. One so could seed, yeah. So could any of those sort of top four or five teams. So, um, yeah, I think they'll they'll rally. and. If, I think maybe when the game when Embiid comes back, they might find a bit of mojo.
0: I was just going to say, if he does get to come back for game three, even if he is a 70 85%, I reckon they'll sneak two off the heat, and I think Miami will win in six. Uh, Miami's got the okay. second best... Defensive efficiency in the playoffs. Granted, they have played uh, against the Atlanta Hawks, but the only team above them is the Milwaukee Bucks, who took game one down against Boston. Uh, Yeah. Might have been a bit of a surprise, like considering how hot Boston was coming in against Brooklyn, but this might be the series that I was hoping we get between Brooklyn and Boston, like a seven game bloodbath with some stars going back and forth. Do you uh, got any hot takes? rolling into Celtics Bucks?
1: Yardis might be the best player in the world. You know, like this, this guy's proved it time and time again. He's reigning finals MVP. Like, I don't know what we expected. Like, he obviously, who did he just have? Um, Chicago, like, didn't mm. put up much of a fight. Like, I think he knew game one, he needed to come out against these guys. And he, he fucking did. He was amazing. Um, I expect yeah. Boston to bounce back in a big way, though. Are they – oh, man, this was in Boston too, wasn't it? Yep. Man, I – you know what? Boston's fucked. There you go. I've said it. After game one, they're (laughs) fucked. They're in real trouble. You can't lose game one on in your home court, man. Like, that just – yeah. And Milwaukee seems like a tough place to play, honestly.
0: Yeah. I mean, like you said, though, they entered – uh, they ended the year, sorry, with exactly the same record. So it's tight between like a lot of those seedings. But, you know, one team does get to play at home in every contest. So it's not nothing that the Bucks took this one mm. on the road. I think Massive. Chris Middleton yeah. has been uh, ruled out pretty much for the entire series. Like there's they're holding on to some small hope, but it's probably not happening. So as weird as this sounds, like Grayson Allen's going to actually be really important for this Bucks team. He played a lot of minutes against the celtics and didn't like light it up but his defense and his energy i reckon if he can be like that you know there's always these couple of dudes that seem to come off the bench and not swing a series but they might swing a game or two like if he can stay yeah. in check that could be pretty huge
1: i tell you what the biggest thing grace and Alan needs to do is fucking do some dirty ass shit <laughs> and like <laughs> take down you know something. like I can break Marcus Smart's ankle or something, man. That would be the most value he could provide. Um, but yeah, you're right. He he was pretty big in the um, Chicago series too. So mm. it's, he's a good player, let's be honest. It's like Jimma Fredette, like those college stars who you're like, yeah, this guy can still ball. Um, and you, I, I feel like those like big colleges, when you play big minutes, you're like, man, like you're used to these big moments. Like, so I, I I worry about the Chris Middleton thing. I got to admit, but it is a huge out, right? Like massive, massive, but Giannis, I guess Boston just has nothing that they can do about Giannis. Mm. Um, I forget what I was was looking at the, the um, game today between Memphis and golden state. And I was like, man, like, Jar had a huge game. I know we'll touch on this, but I was like, man, Golden State has no one to stop Jar and Jaron. But then you look at the other way and you're like, oh, but they've got no one to stop fucking Curry, Clay, and Pull and Pull. nearly had a fucking triple double. And I feel like um, Milwaukee has enough to stop Boston. Like,
0: yeah, okay, you know, you.
1: Tatum like, and um, Drew Holiday can stop um, Brown. Giannis can just kind of like shift over and stop Tatum. And then you're like, oh, well, there's Boston done, but no one can stop Giannis on that Boston team. Sorry, Time Lord. Sorry, Al Horford. Like, good luck, boys. Like, they're going to be working
0: overtime for the next three games. It's a huge ask for uh, Boston's bigs plus Grant Williams and a couple of those other dudes. But, yeah, I think Tatum was getting a lot of praise for the defense he played on. Durant in that first round series as well. And I was like, Durant didn't give a fuck. Yeah. no, nah, I don't know. I reckon Tatum like did play good defense on him, but Durant was also just doing like, like I said last week, we might be at the point we might look back on his five years from now. Be like, Oh, that was actually like, you know, he came back from his Achilles. He's in year going into year 15 or 16 or whatever we figured out. I was like, that might've been the point where we just kind of saw him start to dip. Like he was throwing the ball away. Like, just to ghosts like he was doing just doing dumb turnovers and I don't know how much of that was perceived pressure from like that whole Boston unit or if they're like oh Tatum's locking him down like Jason Tatum's swinging the series on both ends I'm like "Mm, yeah I don't know if it's as much of that so yeah Yeah, do it against Giannis then I'll be impressed
1: yeah do it against Giannis. I I must admit I felt like both those buck stars those last two games they were just like Oh yeah, whatever. Like, yeah, this isn't our year. They they probably knew it going in that this isn't our year. Like, no Simmons, yada yada. But now Tatum and Boston's hell good defense has to stop like a true one of the top two, one of the, probably the best
0: player on the planet. So probably like, the best player on the planet. I don't think it's like crazy to say that.
1: Yeah, him or him or Jokic, right? Like, good luck. Good luck yeah. stopping either of those two, and it just happens to probably be the, the one who's, like, more
0: dominant and unstoppable, like, just clear and it does, runway, baby. it does, it's not swept under the rug, but like you said, the bloke literally did this last year. Like, he had 50 in a oh, closeout yeah. finals game, and we're all like, yeah. I don't know, like, Giannis is pretty good, but Chris Middleton's gone, so.
1: And he's yeah, more locked in. He seems more locked in than he was last year, man. He just, he seems, like, more mature, and he. Oh, he's on. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Good luck, Boston. You can't fuck. There's another team. There's another team <laughs> and another fandom that you just
0: like kind of got
1: it coming. Fuck you guys.
0: <laughs> two series in and two teams from the Atlantic division just been mauled yeah. by <laughs> Fuck you guys. Cop it. Uh <laughs> yeah. what's the prediction then? Bucks in how oh, many? Oh man. Oh. As soon as you asked, I
1: wanted to be like bucks in four. But I don't Ooh. think I think it would be Buck. I think I'll go five. I reckon Bucks get Oh no, Chris Middleton. <laughs> Hang on, Jake. Yeah, Bucks in six. Go on. Take the safe option. But I I kinda wanna say bucks in four, man. Just fuck off. Actually, you not know Bucks in
0: four. Yeah. yeah right. Stick yeah. to your conviction. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Stick to your heart. I reckon uh I won't go with another uh, in six pick. I feel like that's like the definition of like, it's
1: like, Oh yeah. What so are you scoring a 10?
0: Oh, seven.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know. yeah. It's like in a first round playoff series, you're like, Oh, in five, like that's safe. Cause it's like a big yeah. discrepancy in the seating. It's, as you get further along, you're like, Oh six. And then finals oh in seven. You're like, Oh man, you're not being bold at all. I reckon this one.
0: I mean, maybe it's just me still trying to talk into existence. I reckon this one's going to go seven. I reckon we're going to get a response from the Celtics in game two, whether they win or not is a different story, but I reckon that this one will just be back and forth Two pretty proud teams, but who knows? You're getting we'll
1: real, you, you're getting real heat from the sports by fry podcast, seven and four. Yeah. Who exactly. knows yeah. What,
0: what we're saying sports by fry friends.
1: We don't have a clue. We <laughs> cover <knows>? all
0: bases. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you said four. I said seven. You average that out. That's like six and a half. We're six. <laughs> yeah, beautiful. <laughs> um, all tell. right. Transition into the West. Before we do, it's not a uh, useless sports by Fry stat, but I actually looked uh, before we started recording this, I just posted something about Damon Lillard's three. Damien Lillard, right? Damon. 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 Good on Damo Lil. Damo. Uh, the one that yeah. he hit against uh, Houston to Paul win the series George. back in oh Houston, not Paul George. Okay, yeah, yeah not the second back. one, first one. Way back that that was his first f- and only field goal of that entire quarter.
1: Oh, oh, well, there you go. So had, what brought a, that up? A, Where'd that even come
0: from? Why were you tr- looking <laughs> up Damian Lillard's threes? It came he, up on my newsfeed as a um uh, on come. this date. So then, as oh, I was man. posting it, I just went through the box score because. I love stats, man. Went on a <laughs> deep dive and uh, yeah, it. found out that that was the only basket he made in that quarter. So, why do you know just look as good a, as a useless source by price stat
1: by quarter field goal breakdown? Like, where did you even look at that?
0: No, nah, I went on basketball. No, nah, I went on basketball reference because I was gonna realize he had 25 points, including 15 in the fourth or whatever, and then looked, and I was like, oh, no, that was the only basket he made in that quarter. (laughs) Man, this this man loves stats. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of stats, Jordan Poole is putting up a lot of them. Obviously, Clay Thompson's big three-pointer late was the reason that Golden State claimed game one over the Grizz. Uh, I think this is going to be a quick series. I think Golden State is going to probably win game two. Uh, Memphis might take one in Golden State and it'll be, there won't be too many close games. I reckon they're just starting to click. Draymond got ejected. So I don't know if there's going to be any ramifications or suspensions or whatever from that. I don't think there is, but I don't know. But that would change things up a bit. But otherwise, I reckon the Warriors are going to cruise past this Grizzlies team. I wasn't super confident on their prospects rolling into the playoffs. I thought they would be good. I thought they'd challenged the T-Wheels, which they did, and they won, and they probably deserve to. But I think Jordan Poole's kind of coming out party this series, coupled with their three big dogs playing at the peak of their powers, that's it's going to be too much for Memphis. Maybe the Grizz will make it interesting and extend the series, but I think the experience Golden State's got on their side is going to be too much for Memphis. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just got a feeling about
1: this one. And like, obviously, I've just really watched the Warriors um in the last six, no, five mm-hmm. games. So I got a pretty good feel for them. I think, I think Poole <clears throat> is very clearly still playing his first playoffs. Like, and you can see it. You can see, even if you look at, you go back and look at your box scores. <laughs> the last two or maybe three games. No, it was, I think it was two. It was from when he hurt his elbow. Yeah. He just, he was playing shit, to be honest. And it was the Nuggets realized, and I'm sure everyone kind of fucking knows this you cannot stop Steph. Yeah. The, like people have tried for a decade. You just can't do it. Like he's just unstoppable. He's that good. Clay is the same. Like you can be face guarding Clay. Like you can be right there. He he hits the contested jumpers more than he hits the fucking open ones. Yeah, you're right. So you're I right. I think what I, I is it T- Jenkins there as yeah, the coach? Tyler. Yeah, I was fucking get so confused with Memphis. Like, who's still there? I'm like, is it Bickerstaff? But it's <laughs> Jenkins. Uh, I know I forgot his name, but I really rate him as a, a strategic coach. Um, and I think he'll very quickly realize cut pull out and. The fucking Warriors are pretty beatable, honestly. Like, they're not going to get much from... They played um, Kaminga today, like, because they had to size-wise. They're getting nothing from Looney. The... Who else comes off their bench? I just can't even think
0: of them right now. Uh, oh, Gary Pate started Porter. today, but sometimes he does, depending on the rotations, right?
1: Yeah, Otto Porter Jr. <clears> the <throat> uh, that's about it. Iguodala was playing against Denver, mm. like... They're not giving you anything like it really is. There's, there's really three guys who are going to hurt you offensively sort of Draymond's like a weird case. He hurts you in other offensive ways, but I reckon points Jenkins can figure out the Warriors a little bit. I don't know how much Kerr's still got up his sleeve anymore. Like Mm. we've seen, we've seen their tricks. You know, like it's impossible not to know what Golden State's tricks are at this point in the playoffs. So I just think <clears throat> they're a little bit played out. And the 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 song that they play is really good. You know, it's fucking, it's a top, it's top 10 all time. It's a banger. Yeah. It's fucking, I don't know, all of the lights or some shit, you know, or
0: also what's a, a good song?
1: song? Yeah. I don't know. Like I'm trying to think of a Rihanna song. Uh, all of the shit. lights works. My uh, ee, it's like that. You know, it's a really good fucking song, but at the same time, we don't know what Memphis has. So I, I reckon Jar is a competitor. I reckon they started Gary Payton to play on Jar, which obviously didn't fucking work. So I think that's already there's one adjustment that the Warriors have to make. No one's got. There's no one to guard Jaron Jackson like just like there was no one to guard Yoke. I don't know. I just think. Memphis has like a committee that they can throw at the Warriors. They've got True. all sorts of interesting guards to guard those guys. They can switch pretty much everything. I don't know. I just got a
0: feeling about this one. I could dig that. I mean, I don't expect Jaron Jackson to knock down six threes each night every time, but he does that sometimes. Though, but I was just know. gonna say, I also wouldn't expect Jar. <laughs> looking at John Morant's stat line, he went 14 from 31 and then Dylan Brooks was like three of 13 as well. So, you know, a lot of these things all counterbalance each other, but I think you're right. There is a lot of things that Taylor Jenkins can do and he's because they bat so deep, they can keep golden State guessing for most of the series. But yeah. I think that the top tier talent and the experience these dogs have got from being in the playoffs will be too much for Memphis. So I'm not going to predict a sweep, but I reckon, uh, dubs in four uh five five
1: i reckon this is the one out of all of them that'll go to seven and i'll give dubs in seven Mm -hmm. but i reckon this is that series that you're like oh like i don't know what i can't really remember what happened with when the warriors became the team when they became the warriors i know they beat denver in six but i forget what happened the next series like maybe maybe the lakers got them or something like I think they lost or, to the
0: Spurs in, from memory.
1: Yeah, who then probably played the Heat, right? Like, Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you, I think at, at the end of that series, everyone's like, oh, I reckon this will be the series that everyone's like, oh, shit. Like, that might be it. Like, that might be They're ready. And then this might be the Grizzlies, like, about to take over the NBA. And they've got Jar, they've got interesting depth. They're all young. They're all fucking... They're hungry. They're a bunch of hungry kids, I reckon. You saw that from Jar in that Timberwolves series.
0: I think they'll, I think he's going to respond. They all seem like they love hanging out with each other as well. Like there's a couple of veterans on that roster, but they all seem like, yeah, they're having a fat time down there in Memphis.
1: Culture is the new currency in the NBA. You can't buy a super team anymore. We've just fucking seen that, haven't we? This playoff Mate, series.
0: Get that on a fucking t
1: shirt. Culture is the new currency. That's elite. <laughs> Probably not the new currency. It's probably always been a currency. But, yeah, fuck. Quote me on that one, boys. Yep. There you go. Bank for the bank. Uh, yeah, actually, that, that was pretty good. And now, now I'm reflecting on that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know what? Get in the podcast, right? Let's go back some shirts. Yeah, let's go to bed. <laughs> um, all right. Phoenix, Dallas. I'm not going to talk for long. Uh, I'm still all in on the Phoenix Suns. DeAndre Ayton is extremely underrated rolling in this series. Bloke averaged pretty much 20 and 10 against New Orleans and shot 70%. And okay. I reckon the Suns are going to sweep Dallas. I know that Luca's back. I know that he's healthy in quotation marks, but we set it rolling into the Utah series. And I mean, Utah were fucking free-falling like they were falling apart at the seams. Yeah. And and Luca obviously was missing for a couple of games. So Jalen Brunson had his fun. Um, but I don't see them holding the candle next to the Suns. I think Booker's hamstring will be interesting to see how that goes, but all reports seems like he's got the green light rolling into game one. He said as much earlier, I think when he did his last presser, said his hamstring's good. Uh, They've got really no other injury concerns. I know Chris Paul's old and that is another thing hanging over the series, but I don't think so. I think Suns in fault. Chris Paul gets injured this game. Game
1: one. Fucking take it to the bank. and oh, then, don't die. No. Look, it fucking happens every single year. Like, t- I can't remember a Chris Paul playoff series where he's not banged up and fucked up and injured. Straight. He's already been a bit, bit hurt this year. I just He bet, just got out of the way I early, bet, man. Man, I bet Luca just comes through the lane On a fucking stop-start, herky-jerky drive, and then just goes bam, knee collision or something. i and I must admit, like I don't want that to happen,
0: but I bet, (laughs) I bet. I don't know. I reckon. I reckon you do. Just so you can't see your mate Devon succeed. Nah, nah, nah.
1: I, I I wouldn't. I don't want Chris Paul to never win because of injuries. You know, I want him
0: to lose because he's a loser. (laughs) So. Yeah, Tello has man. fully loaded the gun tonight just firing <laughs> yeah. out of anyone in sight.
1: Oh, He's just so annoying on the court, man. Like I really respect him, but he's just one of those guys. You're like, oh, fuck you, man. Just be a good person, dude. Like yeah, I know stop being. being a wanker. Um, So any, and he's a, he was the, like the NBA. president. Fucking, <laughs> that's just like what, right. It was like, you can't be acting like this when you're trying to like make NBA <laughs> players seem like the good guys. You, like, Anyway, whatever. Um, I, I think the I think the Suns will win, but um, I tell you what, man, that Dallas defense is fucking good, and they just showed mm-hmm. you. And I, I, like we just said, Utah was, it was a dumpster fire this year, and particularly these playoffs. But man, like no Luca, they defended well. The the guys who needed to step up, step up. I think we were talking about this in with the footy last week. It's like. In pro sports, you got to have like people who are willing to play their roles, and everyone on that Dallas team is fucking playing their role perfectly. Maxi Kleber bombing off the bench. Um, Yeah, no, I still think two complete f- Phoenix, but I think they're a bit overrated, their depth. Can I be honest? I think Phoenix depth has been overplayed.
0: Yeah. I can dig yeah. that. I mean, well, let's go through it. Who's their starting five? Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Mikael Bridges, maybe Cam Johnson if he's healthy. Yeah, and Aiton, Jay Crowder, yeah. and then Aiton. Nah, yeah. Cam Johnson, I would say. Well, so so the other one's coming off the pine in Jay Crowder. Travail McGee is your backup center. You're like, yeah, I mean, or Biombo. Biombo. Oh Bionbo. yeah, a great. Well, not a great, but he is a ninth slash eighth man. Campaign. Yeah. I'm not a huge believer of. Really, um, I'm a, really not a believer. Not they at got all. Tory Craig back, right? Like they yeah got rid you of know, him he,
1: If you're one of those people who's like, man, Tory Craig Craig's a depth piece. I love Tory Craig. I love me some Tory, but come on, man. Like, I don't know. he's not that. He's not a depth piece, man. Like, nah. he's just all right.
0: I don't know. I just think their um, depth
1: is a bit overplayed.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised. Bloody, what's his name? Aaron Holiday hasn't been playing much because we've been getting a bit of Landry Shamit in the backcourt. Yeah, he's playing well. Right. Shamit, like. it dries up They're a bit, well. but if you've got that, let's say Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Mikael Bridges, DeAndre Ayton, like you probably only need two and a half to three more dudes. Like by oh, the time yeah. it gets pointy, so you're right though. Their depth is a bit inflated. I'll give you that. Uh, mm. You got anything else to add? from a uh, basketball standpoint? Nah. just Because I tell you, uh, if we want to talk about depth. Buy some Jalen Brunson stock. That's what I was saying, man. Don't hate that call. He's Uh, he's playing good, man. Well, we're talking about depth, Melbourne Demons might be the deepest team in the AFL. You talked about it before. I think we said it last week. You just got to play your role. And I don't think there's uh, a footy club. Oh, there might be a purple one that's kind of uh, preaching that, but sure. I don't think there's a You're footy club now. that does it best at the moment <laughs> uh, compared to the Melbourne Demons. So, if I had to ask you, we're seven rounds into the f- footy season, you can either have the D's to repeat or you can have the rest of the teams in the top eight right now. So, that includes your Brisbane, Sydney, Frio, Collingwood, Carlton, St Kilda. And there's one other, Geelong. Who do you reckon you'd take?
1: That re- reel that off
0: again. Go on, one more time. There you go. Brisbane, Rio. Sydney, Rio. Yeah. St. Kilda, Carlton, Collingwood, Geelong.
1: Uh, you, know, you know, I'll take Melbourne. I would take the, if the doggies were in there. and like Yeah, Brisbane, see, that's that's I thought you know, it was like a good the, question. The rest of the top eight, there's a few teams you just, like, oh, you just got no shot. Like, sorry. Collingwood, like come off it um so i would take the d's in that but if it was if you had richmond in there and you had um the doggies and like, i don't know maybe i'm missing someone else i would take the field just because it's not it's not the nba you don't have seven game series like it's it's not it's anything can happen in the day anything can happen with one injury to a key ruckman or a christian Petrucker or a you know, Bailey Fritch goes down. They're in trouble, right? Who's kicking their goals? Like, I don't know. Christian Who's kicking their goals? Who is kicking their goals, actually?
0: Uh, ben Brown, a couple snags. Tommy McDonald. um, oh, yeah. What's Benny his Brown's name? good. The other bloke who came in for McDonald last week. Uh, Wiedemann. Yeah. Okay. Cozzy yeah, Pickett, Fritter. Yeah, they got a couple. They do boys, it by but... committee.
1: They do it yep. by committee, too, don't they?
0: Great team. Great team. Um, Great footy team. Yeah, I'll be honest. I watched quite a bit of the D's earlier in the year. And I mean, I think that was because they were usually the first game of the round or they were the Friday night game or they were prime time slot, but I haven't watched the last two or three games and I've been able to kind of assess the field a little bit more. So I want to talk also about how many teams you think can win the flag. So keep that in the back of your mind, but I think the D's really seem to be on not a redemption tour, even that's not the right word, but the fact that they won their flag, in Perth away from their home fans. And then they were able to kind of come back and celebrate a bit, but they didn't really get to win it in like a traditional sense at the G at home. Like I think they're hell bent on repeating and they've got the confidence from winning one. So I mean, mathematically you'd take the field, but if you were to give me every team, not named, brisbane and sydney maybe or brisbane and the dogs or like picked t- you pick two that you take out i'd probably take the d's like i think they're that oh yeah that much ahead of everyone at the moment now they'll probably lose two or three games in the regular season but if they can get minor premiers and then go through melbourne for most of their games that'll be very very interesting the way the dockers and the swans are going they might have to go on the road for a game or something in a you know a qualifier or a, something like that but Nah. I don't think it'll matter. I think I think they're that good right now. Yep, fully agree. I don't have much uh, to add to that. That's like good. With that, how many teams do you think can win the premiership? Because with the Ds at the moment, I've got two next to them and then two others with maybe a third behind them. And it's, you know, a third of the way through the season, so it's tough to pinpoint. But I think a lot of the time we can be like, oh, you know, like the Dogs, for example, or the Tigers. We're like, they're out of the eight right now, but they'll bounce back. But do we really think that after the way they've started, they can still win a premiership? It's a big ask. Um,
1: well, you've already highlighted the, the lines. Put them right there. I, I said to Kizza, our mate Kizza, your housemate, Kizzer, actually. Shout out Kizza. Last year, I said, oh, I think this might be your year, mate. And they're still right on track. Joe Danaher's shoulder, that's a worry. That All is right? a worry. That's a huge fucking worry. But but it's a May. Potentially worry. You look at the guys who they get back potentially late in the year. Maybe a hipwood. Um, I'm trying to there's there's a few, there's a few other guys I can't think right now. It's fucking ten o'clock at night, um, on a Monday. I've got COVID. I've got fucking COVID, all right? <laughs> get off in his back, break. he's got COVID. Yeah. But I can I named one and Hipwood. would a Hipwood hip, bloody big Hipwood is like the only bloke on the injury list right now. <laughs> Fuck is all. Anyway, uh, well, he's massive. Like, he's a huge inclusion. He is a um, massive. So, yeah, they're, they're definitely right up there. Your boys, Frio, huge chance, if you ask me. They're a huge chance. Mm. By the way, I've decided that I think Andy Brayshaw is just pretty much Andrew Gaff. So do with that what you will. You okay. know, maybe a few more, tack- maybe harder than Gaffy, but he's a pretty much tackles. you watch him run around the a footy field and you tell me, Oh, that's that's not Andrew Gaff, that's not a young Andrew Gaff. So Reminds he's a, great me a bit player.
0: more of uh, Lockie Neal, but he's taller, so it's tough to make the comp. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, I
1: love it. It's just because he's wearing a purple jersey, mate. That's why you think he looks like <laughs> Lockie. Yeah. They He literally trots around and like if he had a if he had Gaffy's head on. He would be Andrew Gaff.
0: Hey, there's not, uh, I mean. that's not a terrible pair to be compared to, Lockie Neal and Andrew Gaff, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, anyway, I just think, so, you know, put, around, put the people around him that you need and, you know, you got a premiership. you got a 2018 maybe,
0: premiership. Maybe a dual Brownlow medalist.
1: Yeah, well, or a Dom. Find, a, find the Dom sheet of the group, put him on the boundary and you'll be laughing. Um, so I think Freire would be right there. Pending on... Um, Two two grab, two grab. Mm. Uh, that's that's pretty big. But love your backline, love your backline, Frosy. They're looking settled. They're looking good. They're looking good. They were a bit shaky on the weekend though. Were you playing footy when that yeah, game was on? Yeah, I, I missed the whole game. Oh, hey? oh man, they looked great, but then they just like got the jitters in the last five minutes and like oh so, so they free, they freemantled. <laughs> yeah, man, they freemantled Cleveland Cavalier. Yeah, so I think. Those three definitely in the convo. And then I'll take the doggies. Um, I do think the doggies can get there. Like they just haven't been firing. I think they just got to sort of fall in line a little bit, you know, just understand that it's not, it's not about all getting your numbers and shit. Like I think it's about figuring out their identity a little bit, but they will. And I think that that game that the last game last year just really rattled them to be honest, they looked fucking rattled in that, in the game. And from then on, I reckon they sort of lost a bit of their soul. It's not a terrible um, call, <clears throat> you know, like then Melbourne was singing the fucking the dog song or whatever that song was or, going off. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think they just kind of had their their little hearts broken. And I, so I think that they'll get going again. And then I before think before you, before I, you
0: go on, they, they're a team that's got a lot on the injury list. Like they're missing Keith, Lockie Hunter, um, who just went out? Oh, English. Oh, Timmy English. They got Josh Bruce as well. So like, it's four of your best twenty-two.
1: Yeah, I think Bruce might not play this year though because he didn't do his knee late last
0: year. It was late. Yeah, I think he's still yeah. at least three months away from probably pushing for a spot. But I don't know. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, you're you're dead right. So they got plenty to come back. Plenty of cattle. Them and the and the lions have so many blokes to come back. I tell you now, mate. <laughs> don't you worry about it. Huge additions. And then I reckon the last team that can win it is that pesky old yellow and black team. I reckon oh. they got one more bullet in the chamber. I think they do. So their midfield is very suspect. But if they can get that sort of like if Shea Bolton can have an elite year. Kind of thing. I reckon they got one more bullet in the chain. They're fucking the Warriors. They're the Warriors, mate. I reckon Richmond are done. I reckon they are toast. Well, you know me. I've been calling it for years. Yeah. But remember, they've had no Dusty Martin all year. And they're still just sort of hanging in there. Their forwards look good. Their back line is finally settled. Like, Vlostone's finally back in. Great right back in. Did broad, did broad... No, Grimes came back. Their fucking captain came back this year, uh, week. They've just been missing a bit, you know? Like, and the human meatball, he just got injured again. But it was an ankle. wasn't soft tissue. So yeah, there's true. a bit of hope, you know? And Jaden Short just went into the guts and looked phenomenal. Like, Buckley <laughs> called it on Friday night, you know? I was watching and it he that game. <laughs> Yeah,
0: I was and as Bucks makes that call, like just before the game starts, I was like yeah, I think we'd love to see a bit of Jaden Short, like in the midfield. He could be a great addition for the Tigers. Like out loud, I'm like, fuck off, Buckley. He's like a great halfback. Like, what would you do, mate? It, bro. Literally first bounce, he's in there. And I was yeah. like, oh, <laughs> yeah, right. I think Nathan Buckley knows a bit more about footy than I do. Yeah,
1: I think they just got one more, one more crack. One more crack at it,
0: so. Well, there's a couple of other teams that I want to uh, discuss, but the only, or that hash over, the ones that you said can win, but the only one who's on my list that you didn't mention is the Sydney Swans. Do not rate. Two out of 10 do not rate.
1: Hey, man. Don't know why everyone's so excited about them. Why is everyone so excited about them? They got no midfield, mate.
0: Nah, Chad Warner is an up-and-coming jet. They've got Callum Mills who's starting to play out of his skin.
1: I rate,
0: I rate Sydney where they're at at the moment, Uh, but I would probably have them. So I've got Melbourne at the top, obviously. Okay. Uh, yep. I've got Brisbane, I also think clear too. Yep. Then I think there's a bit of a gap and in that field, I've got the Dogs, who I think as well can rebound and you're right, they probably have been battered around a bit from their loss last year and mm. there's a lot of pun intended mouths to feed at the kennel and they can't all have 30 each night. So it's going to start to have to buy into a bit of that thing that probably got them going late last year, where they, there's just so many stars who are trying to feed each other. And that's what they mm. went on a massive. Lucky run, Hunter. Obviously. Missing. Big, big well. in, right. If huge, he comes back. Um, yeah. I've got the Dockers in that convo, but here's the take. I reckon you'll like, I reckon Fremantle is doing exactly what Cleveland did earlier this year. They're off to oh, a flyer. No. And the young have got so. them driving. Yep. Yep. But tell me I'm not wrong, right? And then they're flying up. They're they're number three in the east. What's going on? Fremantle Beach along with the Cattery. What's going on? But I don't think the free falls coming from the Dockers, but I've got them tabbed as like sixth or seventh in this race. Uh, maybe that's just the pessimistic Dockers fan in me, but I think going on like a, a surge to a grand final or to a prelim in Melbourne is probably too tall a task i'd love to see it happen and maybe this is reverse psychology uh, spewing into the mic but i do think that it's a little bit too much too soon and then the only other team that i've got in there uh, is another victorian squad and i think that they'll need to recapture the form that they had at the start of the year i'm probably more in the it's not going to happen basket than it's going to happen but we can't totally sleep on carlton
1: Yeah, well, yeah. Look, I like Carlton. I love love their midfield. Mm. Love their forward line. Their forward line looks phenomenal right now. Who'd they just play, though? Uh, they, oh, great question. Just got up. North. Over. They beat North by about 50 points. I mean, let's not take too much from that, you know?
0: Nah. I'm, let's I'm not, not get
1: too no, excited about fucking beating North. I I really like Carlton. I like what they're doing. They need GovZ back.
0: I do. Yeah, but, that's a big out. and
1: who are they're missing? One other big bloke down there, um, mm. or maybe someone just got injured. Anyway, that they, they need to shore that up. But I just oh, don't. Hit and see that it. just went down. Oh no! Nah, that no, nah, that's not who I was thinking. There's a yeah, there's good. another defender, another big defender. Um, Man. But, you know, they're, they're all fucking nameless blokes at Carlton. You, you just look at the, you're like, oh, you're that Wiedemann or you're fucking, who are you? No one's oh, ever mate, heard of yeah. you. Um, yeah, I uh, I like them. I don't love them.
0: I I'm That's a great way to not put it, fine. actually. I kind not of agree fine. a bit with that. Who do you reckon more, uh, Richmond or Carlton? Well, I said Richmond can win it. Yeah. I don't think uh, Carlton can win it. Sydney or Richmond? I don't think
1: Sydney's all that, mate. I just don't see it. I don't see it. Uh, Richmond or the Dockers? Dockers, easy. Hands okay. down. Dockers third for me, mate. Dockers uh, third. I'm buying them. I'm buying them. Doggies. Yeah, yeah. Doggies fourth, Behind but it could be a coin game. flip. Yeah, okay. yeah, could be a coin flip. And yeah. uh, Look, the Doggies could come all the way back to second. True. But let's be honest. Yeah. yeah.
0: I, but a uh, good team.
1: With those probably, inclusions we talked about.
0: I probably should have used this as the useless sports by Freistat, but you know that Cripper has finished as the top fantasy scorer in every game he's run out this year? Um. No, I did not know that. But so out of Doesn't like, surprise me. No, nah, except of the, the one he got injured. Yeah. And so out of the dudes he's, like the games he's ran out and finished. No players scored Oh, no ran out yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah but Yeah, five
1: for no, five. that's It's fucking great it's I can't great. I was thinking about this During the week I can't believe you got Him over Walsh, uh, Walshy over him
0: Yeah Alright, let's do it Let's talk fantasy stuff now Cause uh, Yeah
1: You don't need got any more, any more AFL in the chamber? I'm I
0: can, uh, I'm I'm fine. I'm ready to Alright, uh, fucking I got I got one more thing fan an does <laughs> <laughs> <to start laughs> with more talk about AFL fantasy points. I want to go around the grounds and look at the stat leaders after seven rounds. So, like your oh, major stats. Like I'm not looking at the blokes who are leading yeah. the league in time on ground, Bailey Smith, but disposal efficiency.
1: Have,
0: yeah. So without without cheating, because obviously I got the list in oh, front of me. Okay. I was who do you reckon? Okay. I know. Who do you reckon's the uh, scored the most fantasy points this year? Dunkley. Oh, yep! Great guess. Well done. Uh, clear of Andy Brayshaw, and a shout out to Ben Keys in third. Who, oh, he's so is good. Still if, in like if you're two not two thinking
1: about, yeah, if you're not thinking about Ben Keys for your, like, in your final midfield, you're fucking crazy. You're crazy.
0: Yeah, too expensive um, though. He is too expensive, and that. I'll, when we talk fantasy, I'll talk through a couple of options and bits and pieces, but. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't have named this. Do you know who's leading the Coleman right now? Uh, I mean, it's not a huge shock, but I was just like, out of the fact, I was like, I actually have no idea who's kicked tons of goals so far.
1: Wasn't it a cat? Is it Hawk? There's two.
0: It is Hawk. There's two cats in the top three.
1: Yeah. And then um, is it Tom Lynch third or
0: second? After his yeah. feast yeah. on uh, Friday night. Yeah. Charlie Curno, yeah. Uh, tied with Cameron, Joe Danaher, and Max King for third. Uh, should have yep. done this with the fantasy points as well. But project- projecting ahead, who do you think is uh, going to finish the season as the leader? Let's go fantasy points first.
1: Oh, wow. Fantasy points. Season Total fantasy leader. points. Uh, I like I Dunkley. Has mm. Max argue, missed right. any games? Max I'm just trying to not- think of... Yeah. He'd be my pick, I Ma- reckon. Maybe Max a bit of recency bias, though. You're like, oh, Probably, he's just yeah. come off of... I'll take dunks, man. Dunk Dunkley or maybe Lockie Neal at a at a shout. He's four. But after the way he's playing on the weekend, Cal Mills, mate. Cal Mills is playing that good. I'll tell you what, man. Yeah. Yeah, he's elite. Uh, what about the kids Shout out to kiz, kiz for getting Cal Mills in, mate.
0: Got him in the week. He had his 160 and skipped him, did the fella. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah.
1: Hey, I just am so glad I wasn't there. He must have just been walking around with the biggest old chest.
0: Big puff. Uh, Coleman, who's going to lead the league in goals kicked? Um, I will take oh,
1: Joe just went down. Um, oh it's which cat, you know Pretty. Nah, much go on. how many how many does Harry McCoy have right now? Ooh, that's a great question. 17. How, and Hawks only got 22. I'll take Hazza. I'll take Mackay, man. I've changed Charlie, my changed my tune on Haz Mackay.
0: Charlie Curnow's actually kicked more than uh, Old Mate at the moment, which surprised me, Harry Mackay. But talk I'll about take Harry. Twin spearheads. Uh, who do you reckon leads the league in disposals? Ooh, um, this bloke's name has not come up yet. Uh, Lucky, No. Nah. As in, like, we haven't um, said it since we started talking stats. Clayton. Is second. Ooh. Oh, it's, is it Boki? No, nah. sixth. Uh, oh, I don't know. He feasted. Um... Oh, How do I wear this without giving it away? I'll put you out of your misery. It's going to be a long podcast for the sportsby fans anyway. It's Darcy Parish.
1: Oh, yeah yeah yeah, 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 fair enough. Uh, he's he's bloody good at he's an accumulator. Say again, literally, who finishes the year with the most touches? Um, I'd probably back him in. How oh, uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I'll back him in, honestly. He'll he'll go for it. He's fuck, he just gets so much of the footy, him or. Clayton, is that the top two I've just said? Yeah. Though like, I could go Lucky yeah.
0: Neil. That was that would be my pick. Who's third? So yeah, bold, okay. bold statements by the boys right yeah, now. Well done, boys. Well done. Yeah. Um. All right, marks. Who's got the most marks in the AFL? Is it a forward or a backman? Backman. Top
1: five, six are all backman. Oh man. Uh, shit. <laughs> like
0: think big fantasy relevant
1: uh does shorty have
0: it then nah but that's a good guess
1: nah, he's, he's got more kicks uh right, give me one
0: second tommy stewart no nah. shorty does really? lead the league in kicks for what it's worth okay oh god fifthly yeah he gets it's a, a lot sick dog. Yeah, yep. okay. which surprised me and like by a bit of a margin too. Like, I know he had that big Geelong game where he went off, but I was like, Yeah, right. Go on, you sizzling. Yeah, no, good on, good on your sick dog. Tackles, I reckon you'll be able to get in a heartbeat. Um, Dunkley might be there. Second. Um,
1: shit, tackles. Okay. Come on, Jake. Get it together. Braish? No. No, I don't know. <laughs> Who is it? Jackie Steele. Oh, of course. You idiot. Yeah. You
0: idiot, Jake. I knew, yeah, knew you beat yourself up after that one. Yeah, every year, yeah, man. Every year. Should have known. Should have known. Uh, last one, because we don't want to dive into too much of just reading stats. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, We know you love your box scores, man.
0: Yeah, this is the highlight of my life, mate. Little box podcast. score boy. Welcome to the Box Score Sports by Fry podcast. Uh, <laughs> who do you reckon leads the league in total... Clearances.
1: Oh, um, total clearances. Oh, because Crips, Crips can't get it because of the because nah. he missed the game. True that. Gosh, it's a it's a midfielder, not a ruckman.
0: He's a midfielder. Petraka. Think Lockie. the uh, other other side of the centre circle with Petraka. Playtos. McDaniels, the man himself. Santa Clayton. Clearances, is it? Yeah. Oh to- yeah. No, it's Total Clearances.
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. I everywhere. would have said, yeah, Santa Clearance may be different. Yeah, well, there you go.
0: There's some, there's some fantasy relevant names we just read out for everyone. Some numbers for you. Speaking of fantasy relevant, the sports by Fry League right now is full of legit coaches. We've got the bloke who's second. We've got yeah. the bloke who's second we got the bloke who's sixth. And we got two other dudes in the top 50. Shout them out. Shout out to James and Cam, the blokes in second and fifth. Ah, uh, sixth. Don't want to undersell the man. Uh, it'll be very interesting to see how high we can climb in the sports buy rankings because your boys slipped the last couple of weeks. Maybe part of that was chasing Walshy over Cripps. And I think I'm going to do yeah. something I, again this week where I'm just like, I just want that bloke in my team. And it might not mm. be the smartest decision right now given the pointy part of the season that we're at uh but one of my trade targets good old alex witherden been ruled out no sir yeah. not happening this week he's uh, out with health and safety protocols uh those
1: pesky bloody things he was probably at the white star two saturdays ago mate with me that'll that's teach probably him. how he got it that'll teach him he gave it to you i heard yeah well i shouldn't have shared that vape with him
0: uh, while we're on yeah, that, okay. not vapes. Uh, Jacko Nelson's also out. Uh, Elliot Yo's out. Tom Barris a chance to return. Willie Rioli, thank not so much. Thank God,
1: Jacko Nelson's out. I was having an <laughs> absolute wholesale fucking just bitch about it. me and Jared just over Snapchat. Just oh, this bloke's the worst player in the AFL. No, it's this bloke. And then I finally settled on it. Jacko Nelson is the worst. Player in the AFL,
0: him and Zach Langdon. Fuck, I. Who hate was the other boy. one that you um? You snatched at me over the weekend. You're like, this bloke uh, is the worst player in the AFL, and I was like, yep. We were just having that same conversation. Fuck, it's really. Yeah, annoying, I really
1: man. want to remember. Well, I'll
0: I'll go back through the box score while you push <laughs> your head but <man. laughs> Oh. Fuck well, me. yeah, you know that I love to talk about my fantasy team, so I need a I need around 13 bloke. I haven't looked too much. At, I mean. That's a lie. I've looked a bit at buyers, but I've kind of changed the way I've looked about them. What I'm doing oh, is Jack bloody darling. He was. He is it was so Jack bad, darling. man. Every okay, contest anyway. he was involved in, I was just like, bruh,
1: what are you doing? Ugh. Anyway, the whole team was bad. Sorry, you know yeah, round right, thirteen, dude. bloke. Hey, there's uh, there's some <laughs> there's some West Coast blokes. We got. Ooh, yeah, ah, ah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've got a bit of cash. And i got a couple options. So I can get... I, I need one in the back line, really, but we've still got a couple of weeks for the buyers' start. There's also one that wouldn't hurt in the forward line, but my tactic this year for the buyers is all I'm looking at is how many, like, big-name players do I have playing in each week. So my mids, for example, I'm like, right, round 14, I know I'm going to be missing Brayshaw and Lockie Neal, but I've got Walshy and the, the, the McRae and some of the others. Oh, yeah. So if I oh, go yeah. another round 13 bloke in the midfield, that means that every week of the buys, I'll have four like big gun midfielders playing. Cause I'll have two on each week. If that makes sense. Oh yeah. Well done. So, Good math. Yeah. Good math. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a teacher. I know what I'm doing. So I don't know. I'm stuck as to which line to chase one in. The options at the moment were Alex Witherden, but not anymore. Draw a line through him. Tommy Stewart was yeah, the backman that, uh, is getting most of my interest. In the forward line, it's Luke Parker, the star Le of La <laughs> Shout out Luke Parker, Labaka. Uh, and I reckon you can guess the round thirty bloke in the mids. It's our boy.
1: The bloke who's already in my side, Tuke
0: Miller. Yeah, Dukerton. Do you get I've him already this already made this I've already
1: made the trade, mate. <laughs> Who goes for you Straight then? Straight away in there. What's that? Who
0: went for you to make that work?
1: Um, it was time to go. Rising star nominee, Jacko Horn-Francis. See you later.
0: <laughs> yep, and um,
1: Rochelle need to need to stop him bleeding cash. So those two big cash cows that you kind of looked at each week. And I was thinking that after making this trade, I was like, fuck, man. You know, we've got Nick Martin and uh, we've got O'Driscoll, but where the fuck is the money coming from from here on out? So it's now starting to get skinny. So uh, my thing this week is get the guy, whether mm. it's Took or whether it's Jack Steele or whoever you're looking at. Paddy Cripps is still fucking cheap. Let's be honest. Yeah.
0: See, I could uh, get
1: him too. He's around 12, but you know, like get the guy. And then, because you know, money's going to get real sticky and you have to make those weird little half trades where you bring in a, a fucking, 2019 Pat Lipinski and just trying, you know, Dan Hanabry it. So
0: I would say get the man. I don't think just do. We say this every year, but there always tends to just be a couple of rookies that bob up as well. You know what I mean? Like there's the mid season draft coming. There's some cats whose name I haven't heard of yet that have bobbed up. So there are a few around, but not as many that are the same like pedigree as your Nick Martin. Even to a certain extent before the last fortnight, Horn Francis, like he's been pretty good. I think he's still averaging 70 or close to. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, I think I've still got Tristan Cherry sitting on the bench because I couldn't trade him out last week. Had other moves to make. So I know that he's not moving in price. So I'll probably trade out the same two, to be honest. But that means that I have to get and If I get Tuke, sorry, I have to get someone who's under 206 grand there's not a lot out there. So I'm praying this is the week that we see like Elijah Hollands bob up, had a solid game in the twos. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen though. So if I do. That's what out... I've had
1: to do as well to get in. I've had yeah. to go. I've just picked a random basement rookie. I was like, oh, well, Brody Smith injured. Worrell maybe apparently played well in the twos. I'm just putting him in there now as a generic 190K placeholder. Yeah. K placeholder. Hopefully someone gets named, but honestly, we're at the point in the year I'm like, like I might just pick the most likely bloke to, who's gonna get a game at some point. Um, thinking that is it the Cats bloke, um, Cooper Stevens? What? Yeah, Cooper
0: Stevens or someone like that. You know, like I think I would say to a lot of people, if you get to go down that route, which like is kind of considered taboo, but it does make a bit of sense. Like I nearly traded in Greg Clark a fortnight ago, and that would have worked out right, yeah. but. Yeah. I think if you're going to do that, you want to grab someone with DPP just so you can chop them around and use them as like a loophole or something rather than just like a pure straight mid or something like that or a straight forward because then you're a bit fucked if they don't play Um, or straight ruck, for example. So, I don't know. Yeah. There's options. Uh, If you had to rank those three that I mentioned, though, Turkey Miller, Lopaka, or Tommy Stewart, where do you reckon we go?
1: Um. Tommy Stewart, wouldn't he sort of, if you include Dacos, unofficially finish your back line off?
0: Yeah, I would be chopping out Will Day to turn into Tom Stewart. Hmm.
1: Look, can't go wrong. I I mean, I'd probably go too. Uh, I am going to to be honest. I, I think to, I'm going to so, do the same thing. Um, yeah, can't blame you. He's just a, he's a beautiful man. I'm just trying to amass the most good-looking players <laughs> this year. You know, I've got Baz Smith in, good-looking player. Have you looked at um, Andrew Brayshaw's photo? Get it on a big screen. Find yourself a big screen. Look at his piercing crystal blue eyes. I oh, mean, <laughs> tell me you don't want to give that man a big, big hug. he got big bulky, cripsy. i got a good-looking team. Greg Clark, good-looking bloke. So, you know, I didn't pick old hairy, gorney or, you know, dumb-looking Grundy. I went bloody Rowan Marshall, mate. So, if nothing else, I've got a fantastically good-looking
0: team. Um,
1: might be that the, might uh,
0: be the hottest I take have. you've ever dropped on the sports by front. My boys, you don't even get your favourite players. You just need the good-looking roosters. Who would you want as your wingman if you were out at a bar? <laughs>
1: Josh Dunkley is a good looking bloke. Soft He's spoken. Bloke. Taranto. Taranto came back ripped this year. You know, you get him to take his shirt off for the girls. You're laughing, boys.
0: Those pre-season so, yeah. photos of Taranto were
1: ridiculous. Yeah, go Took. Go Took is, is my long answer. Took.
0: Should we. Uh, That's always the answer. That's always the answer in fantasy. Took Miller. Took Miller. Should we stop it and do a last little bit if we want to do this Mount Rushmore thing, like a third one? Oh, yep. right, Righto. Yep. Forgot all about that. But I do have uh, players selected. We can do, we can just use these last seven, like do a quick 30-minute wrap and just roll it over to next week. Like I've got the list as well. So it's been a what? Yep. Near 120-minute pod. Totally up to you, brother. Uh, let's do it next week.
1: All right. All right. Yeah, there should, really uh, only is like there's a pretty clear top eight. In that one, I reckon.
0: Yeah, I tend to agree.
1: Oh, uh, top- maybe top, there's a few at the fringe, but yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah we'll yeah. do it next week and talk like, because we went through every single series and gave like analysis and shit and then did footy stuff as well. So I'll just chop 15 minutes out of that. Yeah. Next week. Yep. Uh, I know exactly how to uh, tie this back in as well. You're right. Tug Miller is always the answer. So. I think that's what I'll do. And uh, I think I'll fucking love doing it. <laughs> yeah, who they got this
1: will, week? I love might every even second. skip for the man. Oh, yeah. You'd be crazy not to. Actually, I don't have him selected as me skip right now. But um, blasphemy. Yeah. Well, you know, Lockie Neal's got someone crazy easy like West Coast. He's got West Coast, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lock- so, you know what I mean? But yeah, Tukey Miller, Tukey Miller's got Sydney who just let fucking... Lockie Neal go mm. ape shit. So, you know, you can't really go wrong. But I'm just a bit, you know, maybe I should Rolls Royce him. But if you're Rolls Royce him, I'll spread the love.
0: You know, I. Uh, this would be the third week in a row that I trade in a bloke and skipper him. Last week was Gorney. Week before yeah. that was Walshy. And this week would well be Tookton. So there'd be three fucking huge ins in three weeks. Yeah, hundred percent. Well done. Well done. Well done focus. on the, the Gorn Skipper. Yeah, I All need right. to focus a bit more on some of these rooks. Like you said, it's starting to get a bit dire. So I need to address mm-hmm. that. But yeah, I think while I can get one of those big fish, I'm just going to do it. I think you got
1: to, man, because things can change. You know, like in a snap of fingers, a rookie's r- r- Rochelleying and just careening down the fucking rankings. You know, oh, God. I reckon Nikki Dacos isn't far off doing. Potentially the same thing. I got faith in him to score well, but, you know, 87 break even this week. It's mm. not
0: It's not an easy task, you know? Because he was a bloke that I was like, I'm just going to leave him there. No dramas, but he might get like rested or not dropped, but you know what I mean?
1: Mm. Lucky's he's he's got Richmond this week. Richmond's easy to score against. Hopefully
0: bounces back to form. Yeah. Uh, huge pod. Another big weekend of fantasy footy coming up. Uh, are you going to be down to give the Sports by for Our Faithful the round three GSFL update because the round two, one oh, yeah. uh, I'll keep it brief. We didn't have a win, but we didn't have Jalen. Yeah. So there you go. COVID.
1: You, COVID. Do no, be, you do the math. I'll be here, Matt. Don't you worry. I'll be bringing the cavalry. I'll be here with the cavalry, man. Yep. Probably a little bit underdone, though. <laughs> <laughs> Probably wheezing around. <laughs> but I'll get through it. I'll, I'll kick a bag. I'll kick a bag for the Sports be podcast
0: what do you define as a bag just before we sign off how many uh, goals do you it, have to get to get a bag well i
1: think it's usually like traditionally it's six isn't it is it but i, I think it was five no i think i think you got a handful there mate nah four's a handful
0: what the fuck you have
1: five fingers mate
0: Yeah, well, i never thought of it from that contextual standpoint That's only, thinking, i think oh sorry you go ahead Nah, I was just going to say that. I just, I define four as like a, oh yeah. And then I kicked a bag. That's five plus.
1: Oh, really? I think my understanding is kind of like four is a modern day bag. Hmm. You know, lower scoring, you know, Dunstall kicked, if you had, he'd be kicking bag every week. Nine was a bag. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think six, I think six is a bag,
0: but I'll kick a, I'll kick a modern day bag
1: for the sport to be faithful.
0: (laughs) I might have to. Put the poll out on the socials and see what everyone considers a bag of goals. Get a default, that's definitive a good, that's answer. That's a good poll. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've, uh, yeah, and then I got to kick that many. Hopefully it's low. Hopefully it's two. <laughs> One and a half. Yeah, he's kicked a fucking bag, boys. <laughs> All right, yeah, okay I'll be down there. I'm gonna go and edit this. Uh, then I'm gonna go craft those polls, and uh, I will. Uh, I reckon we should sit down and do this again next week.
1: Yeah, I reckon, man. I'm I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> In the next four days. So, if you want again, to do it again this week, <laughs> let me know.
0: I'll be here.
1: That's good. All right, bloke. It's good to talk to someone.
0: <laughs> don't end don't don't the podcast just yet. <laughs> yeah. what you have for lunch today, man?
1: <laughs> yeah, anyway.
0: All right, that's enough. Uh, see you next time.
1: My, uh, ee, it's like that. You know, it's a really good fucking song.